0: Would you like to retire with enough? My name is Peter Gidry, and I am the host of the Retiring with Enough podcast. Today's podcast is going to be part one of a two-part podcast series concerning annuities. Today's podcast will concern annuities in general, different annuity types, and annuity pros and cons. What are the benefits of annuities? In my next podcast, we'll discuss how annuities react and how annuities fare in high inflation environments. And I'm going to be honest here. I've actually been pretty conflicted about this whole annuity ownership thing for the last couple of years. And I say that because even though annuity ownership within retirement plans has become more commonplace, annuities themselves can be very confusing and are often misunderstood. I've actually changed my position on annuity ownership several times over the last couple of years, so I can't say that I'm really in one camp or the other. But we're going to start out by looking at a couple of quotes, which will help you to get some understanding of the varied opinions on annuity ownership. The first one's by Dave Ramsey, who says, You could also do annuities. There are fixed annuities and variable annuities. I would not do fixed annuities because they are a bad savings account with an insurance company. Steve Levitt says, People who buy annuities, it turns out, live longer than people who don't, and not because the people who buy annuities are healthier to start with. The evidence suggests that an annuity's steady payout provides a little extra incentive to keep chugging along. Jim Cramer says, the peace of mind is born from the sales pitch, not the contract. Only the contract is truth. Annuity contracts are almost impossible to understand, and the average person doesn't read them. Jane Bryant Quinn said, You don't date an annuity. You marry it. An annuity isn't a mutual fund that you buy today and sell tomorrow, nor is it a certificate of deposit ready for any new use at maturity. When you buy an annuity, you're making, or ought to be making, a 15- or 20-year commitment, at least. So, in addition to all these experts being all over the place, the quotes are about as clear as muddy water. It's pretty obvious that there are great differences of opinion regarding annuity types, validity, and ownership. These are my thoughts on annuities. Through an annuity, money is irrevocably transferred to an insurance company. The insurance company takes the money and it's invested for long periods. The insurance company then returns your money in small increments and charges an annual fee for the privilege of returning your money to you. With the termination of most contracts, normally at the annuitant's death, the insurance company keeps the remainder of the money. I don't know how that sounds to you, but it doesn't sound like a great deal to me. But let's start off by defining exactly what an annuity is. According to Investor.gov, an annuity is a contract between you and an insurance company that requires the insurer to make payments to you either immediately or in the future. You buy an annuity by making either a single payment or a series of payments. To me, the largest single benefit of annuity ownership is security. There are different and varied types of annuities that we'll discuss a little bit later, but the main allure of annuities is that they provide a guaranteed income stream for a defined period or lifetime of an individual or couple. The security of guaranteed income for life is what defines most annuities. Everyone approaches retirement with different wants, needs, and different levels of retirement funding. And so it's very hard to lump everybody into one or two classifications, but I've used three general types of classifications in regards to who would benefit the least or most from an annuity. And these three general classifications are people who are underfunded, adequately funded, and overfunded for retirement. Underfunded people usually have limited funds and can't afford to give away or forego significant amounts of those limited retirement resources to purchase an annuity. People who are adequately funded for retirement are actually the ones who have the hardest annuity decision because they have the money. They have adequate funds to purchase an annuity but they usually have the hardest time deciding whether they actually want to purchase an annuity or not. People who are overfunded may purchase an annuity for added security, but are usually in a position where they can self-insure lifestyle expenses with retirement income from investments without the need for an annuity. So people who are underfunded can't really afford to spend the money to buy an annuity, And people who are overfunded don't really need an annuity because they can self-insure or self-fund their retirement. So that leaves us with people who are adequately funded who are kind of in this hard spot because they have the money to afford an annuity but are not really sure that they want to spend the money to purchase an annuity. And this is where it starts getting a little bit stickier because there are different types of annuity contracts, each with its own provisions and each with its own pros and cons. There are five main types of annuities, and we'll discuss each one of them briefly. The first type is an immediate annuity. And with an immediate annuity, a certain amount of money is placed in an annuity contract. In return for giving up that money, an annuity owner receives a certain amount of income. The length, size, and frequency of annuity payments determined by policy provisions. The big advantage of immediate annuities are an ongoing income stream and protection against outliving your savings. Immediate annuities are probably the most talked about and the most used annuity type. When you hear people approaching retirement talking about buying an annuity, they are normally talking about an immediate annuity because you give the insurance company a bunch of your money, and they, in turn, agree to give you a certain amount of money back for the rest of your life, or for the rest of your life and your spouse's life, again, depending on the provisions of the contract. The second type of annuity is called a fixed annuity. Fixed annuities have a set interest rate that is determined by the insurance company, The fixed rate ensures that money will grow steadily over time and rates are determined by the length of an annuity's term. Longer contracts equal higher interest rates. When the contract expires, the money can either be withdrawn or reinvested. One form of these fixed annuities are termed MIGAs or multi-year guaranteed annuities And I actually purchased several of these MIGA annuity contracts earlier in my retirement to create an annuity ladder. What is an annuity ladder? An annuity ladder is a series of annuity contracts that are set to expire or mature at different times in the future. The way I set up my MIGA ladder is that each annuity contract would mature or annuitize, if you want to use that term, at one-year intervals. So each year I have a contract that matures, I can remove the money or I can reinvest it in another long-term MIGA contract. One of the really good things that I found recently about these insurance annuity contracts is that if you don't remove the money if you don't receive the funds and in turn or instead roll it over into an additional MIGA contract, then all of the money goes into the new contract and you don't pay taxes on any of the proceeds. My MIGA ladder was set up for contracts that matured in one, two, three, four, and five-year intervals. So as the earliest contract expires or matures, then you have the option to remove the money or roll it over into a new five-year annuity contract. And if you choose this option and don't receive the income from the annuity, then you don't pay any taxes on those income streams until the money is actually received at some point in the future. This is very similar to a bond ladder or a CD ladder. And the only reason that I chose the MIGA annuity contract option was that at the time, these annuity types were providing the highest interest rates that were available. So the next type of annuity is called a variable annuity, And variable annuities invest in multiple investments, such as stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. Because income is tied to the investment returns, income from this annuity type can increase or decrease. It's not guaranteed, and it'll depend on the embedded investment's performance. Fixed indexed annuities combine the benefits of both a fixed annuity and a variable annuity, Investors benefit from the growth of funds that are invested in indices such as the s and P 500, but at the same time are protected from losses that are due to market downturns. These fixed indexed annuities are probably the most favored and kind of the hottest type of annuity right now, and we'll we'll discuss those uh, a little more in detail. Uh, the last major type of annuity is called a long-term care annuity. And again, these are becoming more popular because they combine annuity and long-term care insurance features to provide money for long-term care services. Using a long-term care annuity can double or triple the amount of money available for qualified long-term care expenses and any remaining unused annuity value can be passed on to beneficiaries. Just like every other investment type, there are pros and cons to the ownership of annuities. And we'll briefly go over the pros and cons of annuities to help give a better overview of this whole annuity universe. So the pros and probably the biggest pro of annuities is that you have a guaranteed income with some but not all of the annuities. And this guaranteed stream of income goes on for a specified period or the lifetime of the policyholders. Another annuity benefit that I spoke about earlier in reference to the MIGAs is the tax deferral benefit. Money generated from annuity investments has the ability to grow tax-deferred, allowing for potential higher returns, and in those cases is taxed only when it's distributed. Another thing that I spoke about earlier is the rollover potential in that certain classes of annuities are renewable and the earnings are rolled over into annuity without tax implications until they are ultimately distributed. Annuities also have the potential to be a valuable and comprehensive part of a diversified retirement portfolio. Annuities can provide beneficiary designations that facilitate the transfer of residual value in the annuity in a tax-efficient manner, and with guaranteed death benefits, they can create wealth transfer vehicles that will benefit beneficiaries. In some situations, annuities may also be protected from creditors. Strategic use of annuities can also be useful in Medicaid planning by protecting assets and helping in qualification for long-term care benefits by sheltering assets inside of annuity contracts. Annuities can also be structured to fund long-term care expenses. Annuities can also help in risk management by decreasing overall risk through the diversification of investment portfolios. Fixed annuities can offer a guaranteed rate of return, while fixed indexed annuities protect the principal from losses incurred when the market declines. Even though this is an abbreviated list with abbreviated explanations, there are some pretty obvious benefits to owning annuities. So now we'll flip the coin and look at the cons of annuity ownership. One of the biggest and probably the most egregious are penalties and surrender charges that most annuities levy. Because almost all annuities universally levy penalties and have surrender charges early in the contracts, in many cases, penalties and surrender charges decrease or disappear over time, usually over a long time. Very few annuities provide true inflation risk mediation which leaves most annuities vulnerable to the ravages of inflation, and the income they provide is subject to loss of buying power in high inflation periods. High commissions, high management fees, and surrender charges all harm the overall income potential and investment returns of annuities. And annuity contracts are complex, One of the biggest complaints with annuities is that the contracts are very complex and, in many cases, almost impossible to understand. One of the other major problems with most annuity contracts is illiquidity. Most annuity contracts make it difficult, if not impossible, to access your funds early in the contract. Annuity contracts may also impose large surrender charges early in the contract. So, the main benefits of annuities appear to be secure and guaranteed income that can occur over a fixed period or for the remainder of a person's life. However, it should be noted that these benefits come with a higher cost in terms of fees, lack of liquidity, lack of flexibility, and loss of principal in most cases at the contract's end. I do have to interject here that I have some bias towards insurance companies because I do have over 45 years of interactions with insurance companies concerning the determination of dental insurance benefits. I realized early in my dental career that insurance benefits, though a necessary evil, are always tilted towards the benefit of the insurance company. Annuity contracts follow the same principle. Actuaries determine the insurance company's exposure and insurance companies base their contracts, interest rates, and fees on actuarial information with a healthy profit built into every contract. Most insurance companies make it easy to put money into an insurance contract but make it much harder to get it out. And, as a form of disclaimer, I must state again that I do own MIGA's multi-year guaranteed annuities in my investment portfolio. Annuities, through their use of secure income and with their potential for portfolio diversification, can provide added benefits to a comprehensive retirement plan. Most annuities are very complex and in almost every case professional help is indicated and is beneficial. There are multiple annuity companies and independent annuity brokers that can provide needed assistance. Independent brokers have access to different annuity products and are not tied to one annuity company. It's my opinion that an independent broker will give the most unbiased opinion about the best annuity product in any given situation. It's important to remember that even independent annuity agents receive commissions and incentives to recommend certain annuity products. However, this is one area of retirement planning where I wouldn't recommend that you go it alone. Mistakes made in purchasing annuities can be disastrous, costly, and almost impossible to reverse. And now some final thoughts. Annuities are a very complex and confusing area of retirement planning. An annuity is a contract between you and an insurance company that requires the insurer to make payments to you either immediately or in the future. You buy an annuity by making either a single payment or a series of payments. Annuities come in many forms. Contracts may be fixed or variable, immediate or deferred, and may or may not provide protection from inflation. Annuities have many positive aspects such as guaranteed fixed income, the potential for inflation mediation, retirement and estate planning benefits, portfolio diversification, and risk management potential. Annuities also have several negative aspects such as high fees, severe surrender charges, complex contract verbiage, and a lack of liquidity. Because annuities provide secure income and a potential for portfolio diversification, they can provide additional benefits to retirement plans. When purchasing an annuity, professional help is beneficial and advisable. So there's our overview of annuities. For those of us who are underfunded and those of us who are overfunded, this may not be a huge consideration. But for those who are adequately funded then it's a tough decision. Do you want to give up a certain amount of money or maybe a substantial amount of money for the security of a set fixed income for the rest of your life? There's a lot of wisdom and peace of mind in not having to worry about how your portfolio is doing and where you're going to generate income for your future income needs. That's the potential and luxury of annuities. In my next podcast, we'll dive into annuities again, but from a different angle. My next podcast will discuss annuities and inflation protection. How do annuities react and respond in periods of high inflation? This is very important for annuity holders and for those people considering annuities because most annuity payments are fixed over the person's lifetime and are not indexed for inflation so that over a person's lifetime, their fixed annuity payments won't keep up with inflation and they'll have a corresponding decrease in purchasing power as time goes on. So stay tuned. It should be interesting. And as always, thanks for listening today. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to leave a review. And if you want to partake in an online conversation, be sure to search for the Retiring with Enough group on Facebook. Thanks. The information and opinions contained on this podcast are for general education and are considered general communications. Information on the podcast was obtained from various sources, and Retiring with Enough does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of any information presented. Retiring with enough strongly recommends that you perform your own independent research and or speak with a qualified investment professional, legal advisor, or tax professional before making any financial decisions. The information and opinions expressed should not be construed as financial planning and does not consider the economic status or risk profile of any specific person, nor does it constitute an offer